It's Friday the 9th of February. My name's Brad Franklin, and you're listening to The Bulls Cast. So, welcome to the third episode of The Bulls Cast. I hope everyone's well, hope they've had a good week. And let's just get straight into things. Yesterday was the trade deadline and what a day it was for every team especially Cavaliers they blew up but here we talk about the Bulls and the Bulls made one adjustment to their roster yesterday and that was the trade for Noah Vonley from the Portland Trailblazers personally I'm excited about the trade the trade was Noah Vonley they exchanged him for the rights to draft Milovan Rakovic and cash considerations Milan is not exactly anything to worry about. He's a 32-year-old centre from Europe who was drafted in 2007. His rights were drafted in 2007 from the Mavericks. His, ba- his rights to be drafted have bounced around so many teams. So not exactly something I was worried about. So we've sort of we've got him on the cheap note of Onlay, which I'm quite happy about. And then with the cash considerations, it's only about what three up to three mil. So it it's it's pick it's a good cheap pickup. Um, I definitely think with this sort of pickup, it's a uh, it's a solid pick that we've got Noah Vonley to come in. I think he we picked him up for his bench depth. Um, it's, he's only twenty two years old. He was I think the he was like the ninth pick. He um, he's gonna play that I think uh, power forward role while Bobby will move to the sort of centre role on uh, the bench, like how they sort of played it with Nicola and um, Bobby when he was there. So I definitely think with him coming in, it's great. He's 22 years old. He's only averaging about four points at the moment. Um, I think we can change that because of our young core and sort of the young mentality we've got and the way we're progressing our players right now. I definitely think with that we can start getting him better because he wasn't he was a he was a ninth pick in the 2014 draft he is so he's averaging four points uh he's doing nearly five rebounds and that's only on 10 minutes a game so he's a solid player to come off the bench with the right progression the right staff around him i think we can and he he's a good young core player to have in this rebuild um all the players love him from portland they all sad to say goodbye to him um he was respected by everyone on the team so yeah he must be a good locker room guy so he can come in he can uh apparently he was quite a powerful voice in the locker even though what he did produce so that should be good to see which i'm ex- i think that's excited to say is uh we need more of them young good core strong personalities in the locker room as we're as we're progressing now um, I don't really think it was nothing to get excited about this sort of trade. I think it was a, it was just a mediocre sort of didn't really hit the headlines, but and they are trades a trade, so you've got to talk about it for the show how to go balls. Um, he's, he can shoot the free slightly. He's he's thirty three percent from the actual free point line. So with this sort of progression in the league, where it's becoming everyone has to be a shooter. Maybe that's what we can get with Noah Vonley. He can be that for stretch five that can shoot the three when we need him to. Um, 
because that's definitely one thing that we lacked last year and now we've definitely really picked up this year is plenty of three-point shooting plenty of um just overall round scorers instead of iso players so that's why the ball movement so it's a it's an exciting young piece to go forward i'm definitely interested in the way, way he'll play at the balls um i don't think he'll play tonight against the timberwolves but hopefully he'll play soon and he'll be a good pickup uh also getting on to chris dunn's return which is exciting um, he's now exited the concussion protocol. Uh, he said that last week he was just starting to come out of the headaches in the middle of the day, feeling drowsy, feeling tired. He'd fall asleep in the day and then be up all night. So that injury, we might have not heard anything from the Chicago Bulls about that injury, but obviously it must have been serious because coming from Chris Dunn's his own mouth in um, training, he had interviews and he was saying, yeah, that he was... The concussion really hit him. You could see the braces with his teeth. So I'm glad he's that sorted because I can understand why he'd be upset about that. Um, but he also said about the dunk. He said that he's got no lost confidence when he's going up for a dunk. Um, you can't really do that, which I understand fully because coming back from an injury, there isn't just the aspect of getting your body ready and healthy and it's the mental aspect going up for that dunk and thinking, oh, will I do that again? You've got to sort of get over that, and it feels like he already has, because he said he would go straight back up there. You can't have that sort of confidence. And that's a good thing to be coming from, because he is now our leader. I'd say I'd personally say he's our leader. He's the guy pushing us forward. He's the one who runs our offense. We obviously can't win without him. Um, so I'm glad he's back to full health. I'm glad he's not injured and we've got a sort of timeline on the next week or so coming in and i'm just glad he's back to full health so <laughs> moving on to a, another big talking point in the chicago bulls community cameron Payne on the windy city bulls dropped 29 on 24 shots which i think i can speak uh, i personally have never wanted to say anything about him yet he's not fully progressed as a player but a lot of Bulls fans are set on this guy being a bust uh once him traded or even just let go um I always thought there was something there because the Chicago Bulls wouldn't hold on to a player if there's nothing there at the end of the day they are a franchise they know they see basketball team they see basketball players every day in their team so they must have saw something in Cameron Payne he came back from his injury and dropped 29 um he looked very good from deep and if we can get a set scorer coming off the bench just to drop freeze which we really do need so like a, a nice kyle corver role um where he can just come on drop freeze like what doug mcdermott was meant to do uh that would be perfect um i just i can't really say anything bad about him yet because i've not seen enough but then again i can't say anything good about him because um, I'm, I still see him as Russell Westbrook's hype man uh, when they used to dance together in Oklahoma I still can't see him being good yet I need to see more time on the court because at the end of the day, Windy City Bulls is the G League it's not the NBA that's two completely different things um, so hopefully we get to see Cameron Payne come up soon maybe he can do the same thing in the season i'd be happy with him dropping eight to ten points 
off the bench, that would be really great. That would be a solid player for me. If not, six to eight, that would be perfect. Just being a select three-point shooter. Um, I don't think he's got the confidence to run the offense as a point guard. That's why he's four-string point guard at the moment behind, like, Jerry and Grant, which I think a lot of people know I do, I'm do. i not very high on Jerry and. Um Obviously, there must have been trade problems with Jerry and, and Rolo. Jerry and obviously, we did put him out there and there has been talk saying that we couldn't find a trade for him, which you can understand because he's just not a great round player. I mean, maybe going into the right system, Jerry and could become a better player and behind the right point guard who can tell him what to do but just right now I'm not very high on Jerry and Grant so I'm hoping we can get in the summer backup um, if campaign can be that backup that'd be amazing because we it is starting to feel like the whole Doug McDermott and Taj Gibson trade was a bust um, so yeah positive things coming from Cameron Payne positive coming from the Winnie Bulls a lot of players that seem to go there seem to be coming out and doing well Let's hope that tradition can carry on and let's hope campaign can come up and do the same thing he done in the Windy City Bulls. Now, getting on to the big thing of this podcast, the Chicago Bulls versus the Minnesota Timberwolves tonight on Friday night, February. This game is, I hate to say it, he's going to be a blowout for the Chicago Bulls. And here's the reason why. Jimmy Butler is going to drop at least 40, I reckon, on the balls. He said for months that he's got this this date on his calendar, he's ready, which, come on, every player from there who got traded has their team, their ex-team, on the date where they're going to play. They, they've got them on the calendar, but Jimmy's the only player who came out and said it. So... I'm personally excited to see Jimmy and Taj come back. I want to see how they handle it. They've uh, they've said the balls, uh, Gar Pax and Gar Form, uh, Pax and Foreman have said that they've got a video for Taj and Jimmy, which obviously they should do because they were vital players for the Chicago. I personally loved them. They were two of my favourite players, especially Taj. I loved him. Um, I was upset to see him go. I really wish Taj would have stayed a ball. His whole career, but then again, sometimes you've you've got to move on to get championships, and Taj and Jimmy weren't that for us. But Jimmy, I hope he plays a good game tonight. He deserves it after the trade that he had, because at the end of the day, we did have a uh, a world class player. But yeah, we got rid of him. But that tr- that trade did work out in both favors, as we both were winners on that. Um, and I'm also hoping Taj has a good game as well. I think definitely with Tom Thibodeau being the ex-Bulls coach, he's going to run the offense through Jimmy and Taj, get them major points in this game. There's also an expect, expected signing of Derek Rose going to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Now he's been traded to the Utah Jazz. Apparently Utah Jazz are buying out his contract, so he'll probably go to the Minnesota Timberwolves, according to sources, um, which now we're starting to... And they've also got Aaron Brooks, who's the uh, ex-Chicago Bull, starting to come across as the Minnesota Timber Bulls. Um, so I definitely think tonight they're coming out. Jimmy, he did say he's going to look at the bench when he drops uh, a few baskets. So I'm expecting him to come out and score at least 
40. Taj, maybe 15, 20. Um, they're going to come out with some ferocity, and I just don't see the Bulls really coming out and winning today. I think it's going to be a hard game for them, especially with Jimmy being the guy he is who can shut it down. But other than that, I, I really can't see, especially with Jerry and running the uh, offense tonight. It should be a good game. Um, not just on a Chicago point, just on be looking at Jimmy and looking at Tyrese, because I know a lot of Chicago Bulls fans, we also have feelings that we still love Jimmy and Taj so it should be nice to see them to come out and play back at the United Centre but other than that, that has been the Ballscast this week hope you enjoyed make sure to send questions to the Ballscast for again the up and coming soon Q&A answer show every week thank you for listening to the Ballscast I hope you have a good week and I hope you enjoyed the game tonight hopefully the Bulls do get the W But under the circumstances, I can't see it happening. Yeah, everyone have a good week. And thanks for listening to the Bulls cast. Go Bulls.